This is Faith and Fable, a pastoral podcast where we discuss common and often controversial topics from a biblical perspective. I'm Mark. I'm Matt Henry. I'm Matt Miller. And I'm Lena. And we're going to talk about Kanye. And you're going to share this episode because it's Kanye. Good. No, we're not going to share it because it's Kanye. We're going to share it because it's cool. Because it's Kanye. Share and like, rate and review. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about Kanye. Hot topic. So we're talking about it only because apparently everybody's talking about Kanye. And and it's kind of funny because I didn't know who he was. Um, I'm showing my age and my world I walk in. I did. I thought it was Kane <laughs> uh, that I found it's pronounced Kanye. Um, but found out he's apparently very well known. He's a what? A rapper? Yeah, yeah. he's he's a rapper personality. Just a not hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I got corrected Soul, once when I said Baroque pop, electro, indie rock, synth pop, industrial. Stop reading gospel. from Wikipedia. All right. Well, now he's gospel. Oh my strictly. gosh, that's a rap okay, sheet there. So anyhow, if if apparently I'm the only guy that no doesn't know about him, but somewhere back around 2016, um, he announced what uh, her name is, Minja, Minaj, Mickey Minaj. Oh, that's how you pronounce it? Yeah. All I know is she's got really funky looking hair. Uh, anyhow, she has a podcast apparently, and oh, probably not quite as many listeners as we do, but uh, she, he announced <laughs> no. in her podcast that he was now a born-again Christian. And, uh, and I, I mean, I don't listen to any of that, so I didn't know anything about it. But um, out of that, nothing seemed to, you know, really big explode out of it. Um but now, as time's gone on, he started these things called Sunday services in various major cities in the United States. Uh, what I found interesting was, um, because in some of the forums I lurk around, he's been going to a church of a master seminary graduate. That's where I came from. And some famous skater goes there and invited him to start coming. He's been listening. And all of that has started to create up some various stirs and circles. Um, but what I found most interesting is the reaction uh, it's getting. Um, you know, there's that meme of, I think it's Michael Jackson eating popcorn oh, yeah. or something like that. And that's kind of what I've been doing in some of these forums is, you know, you go into these especially reformed forums and and they're all talking about Kanye. And I'm like, who is this man and why should we care? But I've been watching and listening to the reactions and following some of the comments and um it's it's hard to sift through everything and and what to what degree is the value of all all the things that are being said and right. and how they're reacting. Um, it's interesting because you got some who are way skeptical, and then you got others who are over the top excited. Um, but consistently, you hear we need to be praying for Kanye. This is great. Let's just be praying for Kanye, and that's true. But it it began to provoke in me a lot of thoughts, which is going to be the bulk of the short little podcast because we have a massive thunderstorm coming our way, so Brilliant. we can't be There's playing. Lightning. So like and share. That's because it's lightning season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. It's an inside joke. Yeah, he he, no he informed me that he said, did you know there's a lightning season? I'm like, I did not. And he explained why. And then shortly after that, we had lightning. And then that became our inside joke for the day. A little glimpse into our exciting life. Mm. 
as we're driving through a thunderstorm. Anyhow, (laughs) cool story, Bill. All right, so tell it again. Some thoughts. I I literally know nothing about them, Um, and so for me, the initial reaction is so, uh, you know, so okay, that's great. But this began to change as I see the many, many comments by various uh, people regarding the whole thing, and so. I thought, you know, maybe as a pastor, I need to figure out what's going on and start to frame some thoughts so I can speak to it. And so there are some points of concern, I think, first we would say with regard to this whole Kanye situation. Um, What what would be the first one for you? Um, Well, first, there's some points of optimism. Okay, so let's make a mark there, and <laughs> let's delete my screw-up. You got that? Yeah. She's it's like, oh, concern. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> no. Yeah, are you okay? Well, hold on. I have no. to type it on this, but I don't bring my notebook out anymore. You don't have, like, a little cursor you can go click? Well, not really, because then I have to stop recording. So... Kanye, Kanye, Push it up, push it up. What? That's that later. Yeah, I do that with my wife while we're driving down the road. Push it up. She's like, shut up. Raise the roof. Uh, oh, oh is that gosh. okay? I gotta learn <laughs> some. I gotta learn up, some other huh? things. Push it up, push it up. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> she She's likes like, rap music too. Right? Yeah, she does, and she just shakes her head. She loves me, guys. Anyhow, my <laughs> okay, so. I want, uh, first of all, we're, we're going to get some simple thoughts. The first thing we're going to do is uh, points of optimism. Sure. Yeah. So the initial reports were that since this came out three years ago, there seems to be an encouraging trajectory taking place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's listening to some conservative guys who are biblically sound. I mean, that, yeah. that sure beats what we normally see. Yeah. He's inviting some some solid people, evidently, to speak at his events. Yeah, the He's, one the, the one at Detroit, the most recent one, um, brought in a guy again, a guy from my old seminary, um, and the guy gave just a really good, solid gospel message. And I was like, "Wow, some of these people are hearing for the very first time." Right. What is the gospel? Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy was unbending. He preached out of uh, Isaiah six. Hmm. Wow. And just was Great. emphasizing one God's holiness, but also the grace found in Christ. So, yeah. So, so we should be encouraged. Yeah, I mean, it's, but there's also some concerns um, that come to mind when we think about it. Hopefully, that dog will be quiet soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, number one, there, you know, there, there's a marked lack of discernment as to who he invites to speak as yeah. well. Right. So, so it's the flip side. It's like he's invited some great guys, but also there's um, not so great. So, like one of the places he went down to was a church. It it was norm- originally called the Rendezvous. So it's now called the V O U S Church in Florida. And I'm guessing it's Vu. Vu. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Vu. Um, I don't know. Uh, but the pastors, and I say that with plural, is rich. And Don Charest, I guess you would say, Wilkerson. Uh, and so they're co-pastors. I listened to a couple of her supposed sermons. They were just horrid, 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 horrid. I mean, she shouldn't be preaching. Uh, but what she's preaching isn't even praiseworthy. And so he's there. Um, and what stood out to me was that he went to a place 
that is not solid, but it is a celebrity kind of yeah, place. Yeah. It's, sure. it's got all of the trappings that a person in that kind of world would look at. Um, and, and that's one of the, my concerns is that the names and places that he te- tends to connect with are the celebrity church world. Um, and there's very little in that whole world that's commendable. Now, that's the world he came from. So right, I, right. I'm sympathetic to it, but that's, it's a concern. Yeah. Oh, anything else? Yeah. Um, second, he's at best a very young Christian. That's pre- huge. Presuming though. it's genuine. He, he's a Christian, but he's a very young Christian. And it'd be better, actually, if he were to slow down um, and learn at the feet of one or two solid men. Right. And I'm hoping that's what's kind of happened with that skater friend who's invited him to this church where a real solid pastor is. Yeah. And away from the spotlight. Yeah, but get out. Yeah. In, instead of trying to now, okay, I'm going to start doing my new projections. I'm not going to do any more secular music and all that. Slow down and develop a sound theology, grow with regard to your faith, and then ask, okay, now what do I do with my life? Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily still be what he was. Um, I mean... Yeah, yeah. The disciples all were something, then they yeah. came to Christ and they became something else. And so, uh, we should not just assume it, but get away from that spotlight. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's also doing big time productions with these Sunday services. And that's not really a reflection of a biblical mindset, but really just a reflection of his former uh, life. It's, it's not a biblical conviction of let's put together something that honors God and exalts it and brings Christ center. Um, rather, it's just really big productions. It's done very well because that's what he does apparently. Um, but that needs shepherding. Yeah. And, I, 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 and, I, and it is, because I, I went, actually went and just watched a few minutes of various services that he was holding. And you know, you have crazy expensive cameras around and the, I mean, the music is really well done because it's by professionals. Um, I mean, the lyrics aren't theologically rich, but he's he's putting himself at the center of it. He's on the stage and he's kind of just sharing his his thoughts about, you know, we need to be a better father and nothing overtly evil, but what you're saying and you were thinking is, why don't he sit down and submit himself to some good, solid teaching and let that be shepherded? Yeah, it it just, the temptations are strong there. And I actually pity the guy. If he really has come to Christ, it's like the pressure's on him. I can't even imagine. And also the, you know, he's going to, if he made it as big as he apparently has, uh, he's used to running the show. He's used to having his way. And that just doesn't disappear overnight. Um, And so he does. He needs some voices in his life that he can respect and and just say, you know what, you're worth $12 trillion. You don't have to work right now. Why don't you just slow down, learn, think, let, let me disciple you, and let's see what comes out of that. Um, along with that, we don't know the condition of his heart. Um, only time is going to reveal that, and therefore, we should be much more quiet than what is happening. Um, I, I don't even want to do a podcast. I'm doing this simply because it's all over the place, oh, so no, I want to give at least, I don't know if it'll be a, one that everyone else is saying, but it's like, Let's get a pastoral perspective on that. It's like, why is it just because he's professed Christ that now everyone's a buzz mm-hmm. in the Christian world since he's a non-Christian? What fascinates me is how many Christians apparently know of this guy and his prior work, um, especially when you listen to the songs that yeah. 
it, it, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm just like, why would you even be familiar with his work if you are a man or woman who loves truth and purity? And yeah, but, I think he he also just came on the scene socially and politically with the election, and he's just really like before all of this conversion stuff, it was like all known by the culture that Kanye just loves himself. And it was like, there's so many jokes and memes about that. Oh, really? Just, oh, yeah. He's just socially. I am so ignorant of this. His music is just like, you know, obviously he's very successful, but yeah, he's just been out on the social scene in every way. Okay. You know, hating Trump and then supporting Trump. Wasn't, then, there, yeah. wasn't Kanye the one that said George Bush hates black people? Yeah, he was. Yeah. After Katrina? After Katrina. But then he, he, that, met, with, he, he met with Trump. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, the media covered the thing. Yeah. I remember that. And saying he didn't vote, but had he voted, he would have voted for Trump. Right. And huh. so, so he's he, just been infiltrating all of American culture in every way. Yeah. I think that's why hmm. it's such a talk. There you go. Thing. Yeah. Fifth, with a nation in love with prosperity and popularity. It's just our sense that the apostates in the church who, who love a false gospel are going to start flocking to him. Oh, yeah. You know these guys who shouldn't have any say in his life are all... I mean, right. that guy represents massive money, fame, and everything yeah. else. If they can add him Influence. to their little stable, um, good stuff. And so, it's like, I, I, I actually ache for him because as a pastor, it's like, I know there's wolves yeah. all over the place, and he would be a prime, prime mm -hmm. win for them. Um it, it, it can't be pretty to watch this. I hope, I really true hope that there are some trustworthy men who can grab a hold of him and that he can start to listen. Um, and along with that, he's at the top of his world. And so it's going to be very interesting to see if he can see himself rightly with regard to leading and teaching and such. You know, when you come to Christ, um, you're a babe. Right. And, and no pastor should be impressed with you. Um, no church should be impressed with you. you they should embrace you as a, a person who's come to Christ, but now you're going to sit and learn and, and learn to worship with them. I mean, the worst thing you can do to a brand new Christian is, oh, wow, shove you up there up front because you're the name. Uh, that just speaks of a worldly mindset within that church. You know, it's like, why don't you just relax? Why don't you just become a person saved by Christ and we'll teach you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty radical thinking, sadly. Right. So what's what's more up in my mind, though, is that there's a greater concern with the people who are watching the whole thing. I mean, Kanye, is, that's before Lord, and yeah. he'll have to give an account, and the people interacting with him will give an account. 99.9% .9 of the people out there will never speak to Kanye. He's not looking at the reform pub. And saying, gee, I wonder what they're saying about me, you know, <laughs> okay. like he even cares, right? Um, but what are we saying about him, um, I think, reveals a lot about... It speaks to say to the church. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, why is he... My first question that I had in my mind, because I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. So, I typed in Kanye lyrics. I mean, really deep search. I was stunned at the explicit nature of what he was his music was and these all the all these people know about i'm like how can you know about this why are you listening to this why are you so you know guys you know oh man i love his music and man this is great man wouldn't it be great if he can sing to the glory of god and i'm like why would 
I honestly, as a pastor, I'm like, you know, I understand better and better the sad state of the church as well as the individual Christian's life because they have so, somehow created this idea that a cool Christian, and it seems really popular in a lot of reform circles right now among, among at least the younger guys, is, you know, I can listen to all kinds of filth, but if I got my tulip down, yeah. I'm good. And it's like, you know what? At some point, that T, total depravity, should be speaking into how then you conduct yourself as one in the grace of Christ, of, of putting away these things and not having to do with the things that conform your mind and thinking to the world. It's yeah. just, it's, it's wrong. So my question is, why is he so well known in the Christian world? But that's what each man will have to give an answer to the Lord for. Yeah. Uh, second, and you kind of mentioned this already, but there, there does seem to be a seriously poor grasp of what it means, or maybe does it mean to be a friend of the world or to have friendship in the world. Um, you know, we have those great warnings of James and warning against friendship with the world is hostility. Yeah. It's it's not just neutral toward God. It's that actually hostile yeah. toward God. Yeah. You, you, there's no middle ground. There's not, it, you either a friend of the world or a friend of God. But if you want to be a friend of the world, he says, that makes you my enemy, which yeah. is not a wise it's just not a wise place. So, so now, how do you then say, okay, I can embrace this music, his pre-Christian music and everything, and love it? You know, one guy was saying, yeah, you know, I, I hope I can now let my kids listen to this while I'm in the car. I'm like, if your kids can't listen to it, you shouldn't be listening to it. What? What? Yeah, so stupid. Oi! Yeah. Um, another one would be that you see people simply gushing over the whole thing. And what's really interesting is how many of them are in supposedly the Reformed world. Um, and what I mean by this is that if he truly is in Christ, then my question would be, so what? Obviously, it would be good. I mean, I, I would love to see any man or woman come to Christ. That's our heart's desire, right? Uh, it's a point of thanksgiving, but still, so what? Um, what, yeah. what What is it that you're just so excited about? I see folks saying that they hope he really is a Christian because then he can have this huge impact yeah. for the gospel. That They're at this point now denying the very Reformed. It, exactly, the grace of God. Like, it's, it's like, wow, it, see, Christ did it wrong when he grabbed... <laughs> that wasn't Nobody's influential enough. Taxpayers and or tax collectors and fishermen. He should have gone for the big guys. Yeah. He should have done Caiaphas. Yeah. If he had done Caiaphas. What a conversion. And, Spectacular. Right. I mean, really, the, yeah. the great trio. Caiaphas, Herod, and Pontius Pilate. Right. Bam. Right there. Just throwing Nero. Well, yeah. 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 Why not? Right. And 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 but but You saw it with Chris Pratt too, when right. he started making those statements and the whole Christian world. See, was, I don't know anything about that. Well, yeah, same thing with him. It's as soon as he started making Christian statements, everyone's like, "Man, if he could." It's a huge influence. Yeah. yeah, so more people will definitely be brought to the Lord. Yeah, they won't. No. That that denies the very truth of our s spiritual situation. And what really bothers me is, as opposed to Joe or Jenny down the street, who actually and simply are speaking the gospel where they live. They're right. Christians, and they're faithfully trying to witness to their children, to the neighbors. 
that's that's where it's at, and that's what we should be praying for, Kanye, is that you begin to speak, not to your family. creating big productions, but to his wife. Mm-hmm. It does he? I don't know if he has yeah. children. Um, to his friends. I mean, he's going to have a possibility of bringing the gospel to people that I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. don't think that somehow because Kanye has spoken that now the the depraved heart, the willingness to suppress the truth and unrighteousness that Roman says somehow disappears. Exactly, it, it's yeah. just not true. Um, and again, that it shows the inconsistency in theology, yeah. Yeah. at least in the Reformed world, that you, yeah. because he speaks from on high, the dead heart will now be made alive. Yeah, I, I think it, they're just they're showing a hypocrisy and a, an incredible level of immaturity on their side because they obviously don't understand yet how the gospel really works. They only think um, in a concept, but they haven't yet grasped it in, in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next point is somewhat hard to explain without sounding mean or unkind or small hearted, but there's also a big concern in how, as we said, so many are calling suddenly for, for a prayer regarding Kanye. Yeah, we gotta pray for him, we gotta pray. Yeah, you know, first we, we wonder how many are actually praying, <laughs> right? That could just be our cynicism. Um, you, well, well no, you, nothing you, you says, despise yeah. the emoji hands. You yeah, know, nothing praying. shows sincerity like somebody posting a praying hands emoji, right? It's yeah. like, oh, and it's like, oh, goodness, are you just clicking that three times or are you actually stopping and earnestly praying? Yeah, you know, because the real issue there is how many are, are urging for prayer for their friends and their neighbors and people right. at work? You know, how, how many of them believe it's just as important mm-hmm that their cousin needs to trust Christ as it is for Kanye because of their influence they may have. Well, based upon the comments, very few. Yeah. And and this this actually takes me back to a time when John Piper announced he had uh, prostate cancer and- it Same just, thing with uh, Chandler and his tumor. Yeah. Oh yeah, and everyone, we gotta be praying, we gotta be praying. And it was really hard for me during the Piper one because at the same time, uh, we had people in our church, man, did you hear about Piper? We need to be praying. We ought to have prayer serve. We had all kinds. Of, and at the very same time, I'm trying to encourage members of our church who were struggling with cancer right then. And mm-hmm. nobody was saying, we got to be praying for him. We, yeah. need a, we need to get together. We need a, a concentrated prayer. I'm like, there are so many things wrong with that. Yeah, there are so many things wrong with that. And, and it speaks volumes to that poor faithful saint who is just in a tough marriage, maybe under persecution and yet suffering. And we, we're not uttering a single prayer on their behalf. But now Kanye, mm-hmm. well, yeah. we need to be, let's just garner the power uh, of that. Um, it's actually one of the reasons I don't share personally my own in my own life, most things for prayer. Um, I speak to those who are just close to me um, because one, I'm confident that they'll actually pray for me in a way that's wise. But I also don't want to rob somebody in my church of prayer for them because the pastor now just preempts everything and announces from the pulpit, hey, pray for me. Um, I, I really am stupid enough to think that the Lord hears my prayers. Yeah. I, I just, 99%, I mean, even when I've been in the hospital, it's just, I don't want people coming. I don't, I just... I'm content. My father has me in his hands. He'll take care of me. Whatever comes will come. My wife, I know, is praying for me. My children are praying for me. That's good enough. My elders are praying for me. I'm I'm happy. Um, and yet, 
Um, I, I and I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a pastor of a small church. Yeah. But I know how I can completely rob yeah. the blessing mm-hmm. of praying for somebody who needs prayer. Yeah. Um, because pastor right. needs prayer too. <laughs> yeah. No, on, on the other side of this, on the other hand, um, it, it's sad to see the level of snark and unkindness that people in the church have had over this topic. Um, you know, if if the angels in heaven can rejoice over just one converted sinner, then ought not we? Yeah, let's, Why the skepticism? Why the cynicism? He's making a profession. Then let's embrace that. And if he later proves to be false, then he's going to join the thousands or if not millions that we know personally who have made yeah. professions and then five years later no longer walk. But let's rejoice in it. Let's encourage it. Um, let's, let's, let's show at least a level of optimism. So we're trying to balance the other side. It's like, look, right. we're, we're happy that sure. he's making these things. It's, I'm thrilled that he's bringing a solid guy on to bring, bring the gospel. Good. Um, but let's let him grow in his faith. Let's hit, let him settle and, and develop a sound theology. And let's not be those jerks that are saying, wow, we're waiting for him to fail so we can say, see. Yeah. It's like that, that's, that's unbiblical as well. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you have the gift of omniscience, uh, you should be very slow to say yay or nay. We, we don't know. Let's we're- just give him to the Lord, pray for him to whatever degree we need to, but no more than we're praying for that young Christian that we maybe just baptized at our celebration service. Yeah. And right. we're in like, let's pray for her or him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need that prayer yeah. uh, just as much. Yeah. So, I mean, that's our point, right? Yeah. So all of this to kind of just bring to a simple conclusion, um, the level of time that we see people are spending on this is, is simply silly. Um, each person should really ask if they are benefiting from following this whole thing and instead, what they ought to be doing is in their own little realm. Instead of posting and talking and getting excited and tweeting about it, why don't you, are, you, are you investing in the life of somebody in your church? Yeah. Are you actually befriending a p- person who doesn't know Christ? And Where God has I mean, actually some, put you. Right. Yeah, some skater guy who wanders in his realm actually took the time to invite him to church. church? Mm-hmm. And people say, "Wow, well, they can't do it." I mean, but he was at a solid church, hearing the gospel, and stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, why don't we instead just say, "Hey, that's a good example." Why don't we be quiet, give them to the Lord, and then move on with our own responsibilities? Um, give Kanye to the Lord; he knows what he's doing, and God alone can change a man's heart. Commit him, and unless you have the opportunity to speak to Kanye yourself, which don't. We don't. Then move on. You've got other work that you're expected to be doing rather than chattering aimlessly on tw- uh, Twitter and Facebook about Kanye. Like and share. <laughs>